It's like if a prison snitch <laughs> ends up, you know, heading back into the same prison. Like after, after snitching on somebody, like oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, crap. you like get released but then go back to prison. Yep. Oh, so if this, no. if this, if this falls apart, for something dumb. dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if, if if they come back and like oh through a technicality you can't you can't make the move and be like oh no. <laughs> I, I just qu- I quit. Turn around back. and everyone's. Just oh, like I'm glad I checked that. Crowbars in their hands. I had Matt's knob up what to what I had for Michael, <laughs> and I'm just like, why is Matt peeking so bad? It's because Michael was a lot quieter, well, so like quiet. I had it like almost like a quarter turn higher than normal, and I'm wow. like, what the hell's going on with Matt? Okay, but now we're good. All right, sweet, sweet. Oh yeah. Oh, hey. do you remember this? Swing, swinger. <laughs> No, wait. It was never Schwinger. Yeah, Schwinger. That, I, don't, I don't know whether Schwinger. Do you even know what Schwing's from? Schwing-a-ding-ding. No, he has no, he has idea. no idea. Are you just shushing me now? <laughs> no, I know where he's from. What? Wayne's World. Uh, Stop <laughs> looking it up. Stop looking it up. You're worse than when Seth. All right. This, no, I know what it's from. This this, this is some funny movie news. Oh, yeah. So we went we went to a bar. Listen to this. This is this is great. So we went to a bar and the bartender makes up uh like insulting nicknames for all of us just to kind of make well. And Seth's got the haircut going, you know. Yeah, he's got that new hairstyle he's doing. What was this? This was like a few weeks ago. We went out with Jeremy. Okay. Yeah. So he calls him Iceman, and the whole time he keeps calling him Iceman. Obviously a reference to Top Gun. Right. Well, Seth Val being, Kilmer's yeah, character. Yeah. Seth yep. being being 23 has no idea well, what he's no, talking No, no, he just he just says Iceman. And then as the night went on later we're like, "Seth, do you even know what that's from?" And then Seth's like, "Yeah, Top Gun." And then a few minutes later, Jeremy's looking <laughs> at Seth's phone yep. and he goes over to Safari and it's like, "Iceman." He had been looking at <laughs> been looking up the whole time. <laughs> so he looked it up. He <laughs> He looked, looked it up to know time. it was Top Gun so that if anybody said anything to him, he like, I know, it's Top yeah, Gun. It's <laughs> but he had to look it up. Yeah, I know and on top of it, he had to search Iceman, and then it was hard because there's a lot of things like for X-Man Iceman. And, all that and stuff. like yeah. Iceman cometh and all sorts yeah. of crazy nonsense. And so he had to like figure out all of them. <laughs> Dude, all right. He's which probably one on would Google make sense Images. For my appearance. Yeah, he's probably on Google Images until he goes on Val Kimmer. Goes, oh, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. His hair's kind of like mine. Yeah, yeah. I forget what my nickname was. Uh, I forget what he called me. Something about Kid Rock. <laughs> I remember. I remember distinctly something Kid Rock. Uh, so, well, hey everybody, welcome to Internet Critic, a podcast. Where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Uh, this week's movie is Edge of Tomorrow. My name is Chris Klump. With me, as always, I'm back, bitches. Matt right. Schaefer. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally going to splice that in after you. <laughs> the whole song, please. The whole song? Damn. I'm, I'm worth it. <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking maybe 10 seconds. Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe the chorus. Listen, in my absence, I learned that our, you know, epic Lord of the Rings style length was not good enough. And yep. you guys took it to a whole, like, whole Ken Burns doc- 
documentary level. <laughs> so if we're gonna if we're gonna reach that consistently, we need to be putting in like full song clips. Full song clips. <laughs> need to put in like tra- hey, multiple trailers of wait, movies. Whenever you make a like one slight offhand comment about something, put an entire two minute <laughs> like scene from the movie. Scene. Wow. So, hey, you guys, remember that part where it's like, hey, cut, five minutes later. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Our episodes will be four and a half hours long. <laughs> Journey through film. Hey, it's what, it's, it's what the people want. You said um, yourself. Well, so far, I, no, I said two people said it was, it was the length was fine. That yeah, that's mean- everyone. It's what the people want. <laughs> there those are two, only two people two listening. two people are everyone, and that's what they want. Yeah. Okay, well, all right, well. It's easy. Well, hey, Jess and Jim, how's it going? It's, uh, it's, easy, to, it's easy to check how the viewers think. The listeners think because it's just a few. I work with most of them. <laughs> you could send a text to them. You could, you could send them all in a text. It won't even be that big. Yeah, a deal. the great the great thing is that like you get one comment and you're like, well, that's the consensus. <laughs> that's majority rule right there. Yeah, yeah. That's what we did. Sticking your ear hole, Sue Deeroff was the only one who said anything. <laughs> so we're like, well, the show's being run by Sue Deeroff, guys. <laughs> I hope you like what she decides because that's what we're doing. God she's bless the, her. She's the only one who goes, hey, I didn't like that. Hey, I love that. I'm like, okay, great. We'll do yeah. that. <laughs> That's what I'll start doing. I'll start basing all our feedback off of the two people who let me know. And yeah. Why not? <laughs> so, uh, like I said before, this week's episode is Edge of Tomorrow. But before we get into that, let's get into some news. Okay, so um, we have a possible leak from the DC Comics Universe of their upcoming films. Um, So we know uh, Batman, Superman, right? We know that one's coming out. Right. So we got May 2016 for that. Then we got a July 2016 possibility for Shazam. Wait. Shazam. Wait. That is the next one. Well, they got to prepare for Justice League. But that's... Sorry, go ahead, Chris. Okay, because I was going to bring up, we already had a Shazam movie starring Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, well. It was a magnum opus. <laughs> yeah, it, devi- it deviated a bit from the <laughs> comics. Slightly? Then, then Instead got- of a child <laughs> turning into a uh, superhero, overpowered magical superhero, it was a large black man turning into a large black man that was magical. <laughs> Hey, and it was great. One of the that, best Shaquille O'Neal films we got of that. Okay. <laughs> that is of, saying a lot. Of how many? Uh, two? I can think of two total. Then, then, Shazam and Steel. <laughs> so then we have a Christmas of that same year, 2016. Now, I was initially excited because it said Sandman, but it's not the Sandman. Uh-oh. It's just Sandman. Oh. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Yes, there's a comic book character called Sandman. Sandman yeah. Not the awesome Neil Gaiman character. And not the villain from Spider-Man, obviously. No, no, no. It's, uh, this I don't even know of yeah, okay. that character. Then Is he in, in the May, Justice League? Then May of 20... I guess it's like building the universe. Then in, 20, would, then in okay. 2017, we have the Justice League. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So, okay, let me get this straight. <laughs> okay, no, just, no, 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 no. <laughs> let me get this straight. We're getting a Sandman movie before we get a Wonder Woman movie? Wait, no. Wonder Woman's right after Justice League. What? Justice League is her prequel. Hold on. How does any of this... Like, what could Sandman, who... Who nobody heard of. The three of us don't have any knowledge of him. Okay, look, they're going to be doing. I think that the the idea is they would do it like a a Guardians of the Galaxy type thing, where it'd be a way to show the universe without, like, 
without does, like having to without having to focus on any one character they want to spoil. Well, okay, I mean that's 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 a terrible <laughs> idea. That's a terrible idea. Marvel is able was able to do the Avengers because they showcased the major players right out of the gate. And I understand we've already gotten plenty of Batman movies. They failed several times at Superman movies, so let's put that to bed. But like I'm trying oh, to wait, think who else. Okay, so now other things are saying it is the Sandman, the Neil but, Gaiman character, right? But th- but that's even worse because that's like super far removed from DC. Yeah, like yeah, that they, that's nothing. That's its own standalone, isn't it? In the very first and se- first through like maybe third issues, he references DC because he kind of had to at first. Um, in order to get the the funding to be able to be m- making it, but then once it gained in popularity, he could do whatever he wanted. Right, and then he and he was off on his own, and and it's technically Vertigo, that you know the the DC like sub brand or whatever right, that it right. came out on. But but so I, I'm getting conflicted things. But Sandman is his own character that a DC character, so I don't know if we're getting the Sandman or Sandman. But whatever. That, that's, neither one. Okay, neither one makes sense for this. No, neither one makes no, sense. But one. at least Sandman will be good. Maybe. The, the Sandman the will be Sandman. good. Yeah. You know, whatever. Wouldn't that need to be like an HBO series? Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's going to be a terrible movie. But yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so then we have Justice League. Then we have Wonder Woman in 2017. Then we have a Flash Green Lantern team up movie. Uh, what? No. I, I hope that this leak is completely like this is the worst false. idea. Like ever. I hope that we find out that this is false because this sounds terrible. And then May of 2018, we finally get a Man of Steel two. Uh, so like, we have four years yet until a Man of Steel two. Uh, by then they'll do Man of Steel two. It'll be another uh, origin story. We'll have to go yeah, through oh, the yeah, whole yeah. thing have all to. over what, again. What are you gonna do? You have to. Yeah, because people will have forgotten. I'll forget. I'll forget about Superman. Superman who Superman is Ugh. the most recognizable. I, I, I know. Superhero. I know. We tend to really build up the Marvel. Universe movies because they're, they're doing they're it right. Doing, they're not doing any. <laughs> but like when I hear like Marvel Studios has a roadmap until like whatever twenty twenty, right. I'm like great. And, with, and that's and I why see I like think, all the titles coming out. And that's I'm why like, I think this awesome. is getting leaked because it's like they're like, well, we have a roadmap but, too. But when I see this roadmap, <laughs> all I can think of like <laughs> maybe two of these are going to be good. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, considering maybe. that Green Lantern, which is like of the DC heroes that aren't super recognizable, he's probably the coolest. Like, like oh, yeah, on paper. Like, he's like, whoa, cool. Like, other than, like, Green Arrow or something, like, he's, like, the coolest. Yeah. And and it was terrible. It was a horrible Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a trainer. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, if that's going to be the caliber we're living up to, it's like, oh. And, again, I find it hilarious that the introduction... Uh, movie for Wonder Woman is going to be Justice League, even though she's kind of a pivotal yeah. player in the Justice League. No Martian League. Manhunter? <laughs> no. no. I'd, I'd see a Martian Manhunter movie because I have well, no so, idea how to So Martian Manhunter is is one of the characters that plays a... that that can, that the, the Sandman connects to in the first few issues. So, like, I don't know if that's what... If they're only going to focus on that part of the story... It's still like a weird thing to do. That's a very strange thing. Just, how do you, basically, how do you imagine this. Imagine like like something as epic as like the Dark Tower series or like Lord of the Rings, right? right? Like imagine in the first like scene of the book, 
if it referenced another property. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, well, we're going to use this to like showcase this other world. Even though the world itself is huge. Like the world of the Sandman is that epically big. It's like it's like Lord of the Rings cubed. Like it's massive. It's about like gigantic concepts. Like must like, say it dwarfs like Game of Thrones. Like it's, time. it's massive. It's it's like not only long. I, I have the entire series downloaded, and it takes up over twenty gigabytes. <laughs> and that, <laughs> like, that's like basically a comic book. Yeah. yeah, like it's like it's not just big like long like a story, but it's big like giant ideas. Right. Like it's big like just like the idea of time beyond us and before us, and like. You know, I know, it's, it's just very, crazy. Yeah, it's huge. It's, it's massive. Like it's very far. So out. just imagine, yeah, yeah it, it's like it's like in it, uh, imagine like in the beginning of Lord of the Rings, it mentions like call. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, but only for like a page. <laughs> yeah, it's like so we're gonna use this to to just you know like just just as a call movie, and then whatever we'll go from there. We'll yeah. go from there. Yeah. What terrible Sounds, idea? Yeah, whatever. So either way, if it's Sandman, the, the crap character that none of us have ever heard of, then that's dumb because who wants to do that yeah and if it's Unless, the sandman it's, it's like <laughs> even why the, would you do that? even the best movie would be hard pressed to right. do just right. exactly so expansive so exactly. like it's like we're gonna do the entire lord of the rings trilogy the entire trilogy in a two-hour in movie. one movie yeah, yeah. in one yeah, single 90 movie. minutes 90 and minutes we the only this. reason we're doing it is to showcase another movie that'll come later the dc universe for the justice league when they mention it <laughs> like when they mention the dc universe in the story <laughs> like uh, oh, so, so anyway they, so that, they should not do they you let's know hope what? that it's let's hope that it that that it was a, a leak by like somebody that was playing a joke on let's them just, or something dc That's all let's we can just hope. let's just stop making movies yeah because you're gonna ruin the comic book movie thing like i'm gonna watch them <laughs> and i'm just gonna be like i don't even want to watch the good ones anymore right? this is dumb yeah. <laughs> but that's what they're gonna do they're gonna ruin it for us because then the normal people are gonna be like i'm tired of comic book movies these were terrible yep yeah yep. so now i don't want to see any of them anymore right <laughs> and then you're like, but right. there's good ones and then dc will be like ha gotcha marvel <laughs> maybe if that's we can't have it so bad that's that's so we can't have the corner. if we can't have a corner of this market then nobody can <laughs> maybe that's the plan to flood the market with garbage so that the mar- that that superhero movies become so diluted that they are ruined. Hey, as, a, that's as a franchise, not a bad strategy. It's a pretty that's good strategy. If you're DC and you know at this for a point, while they'll still make money anyway. Oh yeah, right. oh yeah. Like, it doesn't it, matter how bad. They hey, are. that's a really good idea for DC. Like they should definitely <laughs> do that. Like because if they make like ten like shitty movies for like the bare minimum budget. Like they'll well, get bare like, minimum budget would be like a hundred mil, right? But still, <laughs> but still, like not enough to make a good movie for for a superhero movie, and right. then and everybody will still go see it. It'll make it like, money oh, back. It'll make oh, it money dude, back. Oh, dude, this is another, one of the superhero movies. I'm excited, excited. And then they go, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> and then by the time Avengers two or Avengers three comes out, it's like, nah, I'm done. I'm done, done. with this. I'm Boo! Done. Thanos, I don't care. Boo! Superheroes suck. And then yeah. all the rest of us are like, no, wait. <laughs> and then you'll be like, oh, yes, uh, the Infinity Gauntlet canceled. Uh, no. Mid-production. <laughs> DC oh, no. Comics becomes the Judas Iscariot <laughs> yep. of nerd entertainment. They're like, we're... <laughs> It's like great. It's a good spirit theory. DC Comics, we ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, there's going to be a uh, U.S. distributor for... A documentary about Studio Ghibli. Oh, oh that's okay. So that's good. exciting. I guess I guess it's already out over there in in Japan. Over there. 
So, uh, but we're getting a getting a U.S. distributor for it, so we should be able to see it sometime. Sweet. In the next year or so, I'd imagine that'll get a bare minimum a, a limited release in theaters. Yeah, it's a, supposedly later this year we might get a U.S. release as soon as later this year. But it's like a it's like really like in depth following the the um, the three main guys, uh, the director Ham. Uh, Miyazaki, then also the producer Toshio Suzuki, and there's uh, there's this one guy Iseo Takahata who's like really like hard to like get in interviews or anything. Like oh, he, really? he rarely does anything, so they got him in it as well. So that nice. So it's definitely like an in depth look at at uh, Studio Ghibli. So that that'll be Sweet. good later this year. We'll look forward to that. Uh, we got a quick little uh, tidbit. That Simon Pegg is rumored to have a small role in Star Wars Episode Seven. Nice, sweet, so nice. We can expect. That's exactly what I want with Simon Pegg. Like I, I, I like Simon Pegg. I mean, I like him like right. in a starring role, but uh, a, a lot of times, properties. yeah, a, yeah. A lot of times when you just when you just kind of sprinkle him in there, it's great, it's perfect. Although I did like his bigger role in Into Darkness. Oh yeah, he, he had a bigger than the first. One. Oh yeah, no, no, and absolutely. it still was okay. Like it yeah. wasn't like too much Simon Pegg, but, but I, I don't know that good. you could have too much Simon right, Pegg. Right, but he is he is excellent in small doses yeah, as well. For sure, for sure. Well, and <clears throat> I assume he'll be a pretty small role because I I really think Abrams is going about it in the right way of of capturing the idea of like we don't want this to be at all about celebrity right we right. want it to be about this story exactly, that we're exactly. bringing back to life i guarantee right, right. that if they do it he'll he'll be like fairly like like it'll it'll be done really well i'm sure right. you know what i mean because i because i don't even think simon Pegg would want to do it if it wasn't done right. well you right. know like he would want it to be done perfectly you know because he's a huge star wars fan exactly like uh, so speaking be- speaking of uh star wars do you guys see the picture that was leaked uh, a few weeks ago of the uh millennium falcon yes, yes. They are construct- on tattooing they're yeah. constructing an entire millennium falcon yeah. the movie oh yeah. no 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 no, no. I'm, I'm talking it was like a poster no yeah oh, it was what? a poster it was, a, it, was it, sho- it, show- it showed the like uh, tattoo Wing, uh, had the twin sons, right? Yeah, and it showed uh, the Millennium like Falcon a broken like, up, really crashed, broken. yeah, and like come apart and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, and then there was a great. There was also because you know after the ones you were talking about, Matt, where they were showing them building it, yeah. the JJ Abrams was like, "I'm sick and tired of people leaking the this this uh, you know rumor that the Millennium Falcon's going to be in the new Star Wars movie." And it's like it's not, and it's like written on a piece of paper that's on like the chessboard, chessboard, the virtual yeah. chessboard that like R two D two. It's so obvious that it's there, and he's like, "I'm sick and tired of this." Then he took a picture of that <laughs> I, and I, posted it. I like that because I one thing I do get sick of when when directors, especially like I know Nolan does this a lot, where he gets super secretive about right. the project, and then gets really angry when somebody leaks something. It's like. For some projects, I understand, but it's right. Star Wars. We're yeah. we, we're going to get excited. Let right. us get excited, yeah. and leak these photos out. Yeah, normally Nolan, like I mean, you know, like in, in his in his more secretive projects, it's usually something that doesn't have a fan base to begin with, like right, Interstellar. Right. Like nobody knows what it is, so it's an Inception. So it's good to keep it under wraps. But yeah. with this, it's like you Star want Wars. It, yeah, you want it to have a momentum that stays going, right? Exactly, and, and builds to like a fever pitch because like. 
you want to like kind of recapture the like it's like when Phantom Menace came out people were waiting like waiting in line for a week people were so excited yeah and like so excited and then like you, by the end of it nobody was waiting nobody a week to get a ticket and so you kind of want to get back to that place where people are willing to like camp out for tickets uh-huh. and stuff you know like and you get that kind of press. I remember when episode three came out people were just so tired of it that I actually were like hey we're gonna go see Revenge of the Sith in theaters, and I'm like, hey, we better buy tickets in advance. Right. <laughs> and when we got there, we were like the only ones in the theater. And I remember somebody leaned over and goes, wait, because we had to pay more yeah. for the for convenience charge. And somebody leaned over and like, way to go, man. Way to fuck up. I'm like, what else you got? Any more news? Yeah. There's going to be a, uh, the possibility of a Hugh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit style crossover of for SpongeBob. What? <laughs> no! Uh, I don't no, know. I'm not. No, I'm not, no, and I'm I'm I like shooting, SpongeBob. Don't get me wrong. Right I think SpongeBob's, you know, pretty cool. But no, it, it, it could be good. Is he going to be forced into the real world and like <laughs> team up with SpongeBob? Already has enough like fourth wall breaking. Oh, and, oh, like, oh absolutely. Reality yeah, yeah. encountering that I think it could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I, I'm I, not. I'm not shooting uh, it down right away. It depends on who's involved and everything like that. Sponge out of water. Sponge (laughs) out. Okay, and then lastly, just because this is just for me, because I love both of these guys. Sacha Baron Cohen will be doing a spy comedy called Grimsby, and Ian McShane has joined the group. Really? Yeah, so we got Ian McShane in a movie, a Sacha Baron Cohen comedy about spies. I like everything about this. (laughs) <laughs> Film stars Mark Strong as a British black op spy forced to go on the run and team up with his idiotic English football hooligan brother, <laughs> played by <laughs> Sacha Baron Cohen. That sounds good. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. So also see we got we got uh, so Ian McShane's on it. Uh, we also got uh, Gabourey Sidibe, David Harewood, and Johnny Vegas. A British comedian. What's this? What's this called again? Grimsby. It's called Grimsby. G R I M S B Y. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, has he officially stopped doing his undercover stuff? Sacha Baron Cohen. Yeah, I think. I think he. Yeah, he. He. He definitely said after um, the what was Bruno? the last movie? Well, no, the last they did one? the Dictator. That one. Oh yeah, the Dictator. And he said he was done after that because it, it was. It's it gets just too, too hard. Yeah, it's too impossible to keep. Although it's still. Still, somehow possible for some people not to get it. Well, he's, but, he's in disguise. Yeah, but, but like, the, like the thing, like, like is like, um, the thing that he he was able to rely on is, and this is a weird like fact he was talking about on this one interview on um, Howard Stern because he did a he did like a really um, like like Howard Stern always wanted him on, but he said he only would want him on if he was Sacha. He wouldn't want to interview, like, the dictator right. or Bruno. Borat or Bruno, <laughs> yeah. Which is what he would do whenever he was promoting those movies. He would only appear as the character. He wouldn't do any questions as the person. Right. So, like, in promotion for those movies, nobody could get him as himself talking about the movie. He like, would oh, always be in character. He would always be the character. So um, he agreed to do Howard Cern if he could do the dictator for, like, the first, like, 20 minutes and then the rest of the interview he did as himself. Um, and... Uh, and so he got he got he got him to talk about some like really pretty co- cool stuff like um and he said that he was able to rely for a while on the fact that like celebrities are like super surprisingly out of touch because they're so focused on their their careers 
which are like so wrapped up in like whatever world they're in that they right. don't have time to like watch a lot of TV or like do all those right. sorts of normal stuff that people do. Right, right. So like they like he could still get away with like in his later movies with having celebrities on and making them not realize who he is. But like regular people were starting to recognize him. Like so the average Joe, and yeah. that's what made it harder. But then for the later movies, he was able to focus on like more celebrities, celebrities and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so like for the dictator, he has like Megan Fox in there, and right. and then in like I think it's Bruno, he has um, uh, Paula Abdul on. I don't know if you've seen this one, but he has <laughs> yes, he has her come over to this house, and they're like sitting. On people, they have they have they, he has all these people that are pretending to be chairs and tables, like these like clearly illegal immigrants, like like to, like to, and, and he gets Paul Abdul to sit on one of them. He's like, oh, please have a seat. And she like, okay, and like she's trying to be nice and not be like, this is horrible. And at no point does she go, this is disgusting. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. She just is like. Going along with it because, like, she wants to be polite to this person she perceives as being famous, also. <laughs> and like, <laughs> so she ends up sitting on a person. That's good. And it's like, and the guy, and like, Bruno's like, oh, yeah, you know, they are not real people. Oh, <laughs> no. Something. Oh, no. So, and like, he said he could rely on that towards the end. It's not like, you know, but then after the dictator, he's like, yeah, it's just, it's just too it's hard. Just, yeah. He's like, because I, like, I want to do it right. And the only way to do it right is to not be recognized. And, you know, and you, so you, right. you can actually get away with like, Stuff you know, but now now he can't anymore because people immediately like, oh, it's that dude, it's that dude, <laughs> which just, is fine. I've liked him just as much in some of his regular. Oh yeah, roles. regular comedy is just as good. Like uh, Talladega Nights, he's amazing in with yeah. <laughs> the French guy. He's great in uh, um, Les Mis. Uh, he's great. He's in, been but, great in musicals. Yeah, he's a great singer. Yep. I didn't realize uh, that. Les Mis. He's good in. He's, he's good in, in Hugo. And, uh, uh, not Edward Scissorhands. Wow, know. Demon Barber, uh, yeah, Sweeney, yeah. Todd. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. He's Sweeney probably Todd. my favorite part of that movie. Really, I, I've yeah. not seen either of those. He's good yet, in so. Hugo, that like what Scorsese like yeah. children's movie. He's good in that. Yeah, he's, he, I, I like him. So I mean, I don't mind that if he switches over to just regular comedies. But well, that's that. Yeah, but what you're describing there sounds excellent, especially yeah. with Ian McShane. Ian McShane's great. Yeah, he, he can, and and he's great because he is on like ridiculous comedies, like Hot Rod. He mm-hmm. shows up on, and it makes the movie. A million times Even better. Even though than you don't was. think of him as being like a super <laughs> funny guy. No, he's not yeah. funny. But then he's like so funny in that movie. But sometimes that's what that's what you need to yeah. make somebody well, you funny. Is just them most, to be most comedy. Most straight. comedy. Yeah, most comedy requires a good straight man. I mean, and he's not. But he's not even the. He's he's like that, some of the funniest parts are from him when he's like, you know, he's pretending to sleep and he's like. Uh, what a waste. I know you're awake. <laughs> He's like, I know you're awake. I'm going to raise that money and fix your heart. <laughs> you're a pussy. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're not sleeping. Stop <laughs> pretending that you're sleeping. Um, that was one of the things, because uh, I, I watched too many just older films. So, not that, not that, well, not that Airplane is an older film, but it was like the first of its type. The reason they got um, Leslie Nielsen was because up until then, all he had done was drama. Well, wait. Was Airplane before or after Police Academy? Or not Police Academy. Police Story. Po- uh, uh, the the show. The show. What was the show right. called? I thought it was Police Story. A uh, Police Story. I thought it was um, Police File. Oh, Police File? It's good because it was Naked Gun, Tales from Police... I thought it was Police File. I just remember Naked Gun. It, no, that was before. 
Police squad. Police squad. There's Police so squad. many people screaming this right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it was uh, if, if, if um, unless I read it wrong. Police squad airplane was, was after. Yeah, you're first. right. Airplane you're right because airplane was still in the 70s and police yeah. squad was first broadcast in 1982. Yeah. So that must have been his like first. Comedy. That was his, yeah because the reason those uh, the it, it, it was a, a I think it was a brother writing team and they said wouldn't it yeah. be great if we the got Zucker, the Zucker brothers yeah it, it, if we got um. Leslie Nielsen, and then we got uh, Lloyd Bridges, because up until then, they'd only done drama. <laughs> and they're like, how funny would it be <laughs> to get them to do this ridiculous comedy? Yeah, Leslie Nielsen, up until that point, was known for being like a kind of a villainous guy. Right, yeah. right. I remember him on an, a super old episode of Bonanza, yeah. where mm-hmm. he plays the villain. Yep. Um, was like, he was this on, is so weird. Lloyd, was Lloyd Bridges is in the, uh, um, oh, that Grace Kelly uh, uh, Western, high, uh, not High Noon. Yeah, high noon. Uh, where where he plays like the the kind of cowardly cowardly uh, deputy who like yes. leaves the sheriff to like you know hang. He's like, no, never mind. I'm out. These guys are coming. I'm going. But yeah, and so they decided let's get these super serious dramatic actors to play, <laughs> you know, silly comedies, and they end up doing that for the rest of their career. Well, because <laughs> exactly. it's like the best comedy ever. Oh, for oh, sure. Oh, airplane's amazing. Like. I would expect that because it's a movie that's so good. Like people are like, "Nope, you're doing this from now on. Yeah, you're being that, this that guy." That is what you are. Yeah. Yep. Thanks to that, we got uh, a whole slew of. Well, we got another airplane movie, three naked guns, mm-hmm. <laughs> Spy Hard. Dude, honestly, Police Squad is maybe the best thing out of that whole like Police genre. Squad's, police Squad's so good. It's so funny. Oh my gosh! The show, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show. Yeah. Although Naked Gun is good, the first Naked Gun, right? Is all the really Naked good. Guns are, are are funny. The 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 third they, one they start to lose their luster, but they're all pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, that, that 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 is all the rest of the news, Parker. Do we, do we have any more? Nope, that's it. All right. Oh, also, there's gonna be a live action. Uh, Lego Star Wars movie. No, it's what? called oh. Star Wars. It's, called, it's called Star Wars. <laughs> Crazy man, what they're doing with that Lego license? What if Jim Ab- J- Jim Abrams reveal? Jim. Yeah, good old Jim. Jim. You, good old Jimmy. You, you guys are on Jim. first name basis, right? Yeah, man? yeah, Jim. We talk a lot. What if he revealed <laughs> that Star Wars Episode Seven was going to be shot entirely in Lego? I'd be great. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're the only one who thinks that. Yep, I am. I am the Most only one. Most Star Wars fans would not be cool. I'm, with I'm okay that. with that. I'm okay with that. So, <laughs> all right, moving on. Let's uh, let's get into some trailer time. Trailer time. Trailers. I just saw a whole bunch of trailers. All right, first trailer we watched. <laughs> Why, why, are, why are you doing that? Was that was to signify the uh, song. Okay. I didn't do it. <laughs> the song goes here. <laughs> there you go. You're going to be so happy when you hear those clicks and you're like, that's right. Yeah, otherwise you'll be like, where does where the, the song go? Clip. No, I, that's not even remotely how my editing process <laughs> works, guys. All right, this week's trailer, Are You Here? Two childhood best friends embark on a road trip back to their hometown after one of them learns he has inherited a large sum of money from his recently deceased estranged father. Uh, this movie stars Owen Wilson, Amy Poehler, Zach Galifianakis, uh, Jenna Fisher, oh, yeah, she Pam from The Office. Yes, yes, Jenna Fisher. I'm uh, else is worth mentioning. I think that's all I saw. Yeah, that's about all I noticed. So... Um, 
this trailer is very very strange because it, it it starts out like your typical kind of almost wacky Owen Wilson like what you would expect from a Zach Galifianakis Owen Wilson film right. it's like oh, it's going to be a lot of kind of odd jokes and and it's pretty funny and Amy Poehler's in it so you know it's going to you know she's an amazing comedic actress but then it takes a, a quick right turn to like serious yeah. So I'm yeah. not sure how funny this movie is going to be and how like serious it is. It definitely looks like one of Zach's like he's been doing like where he does like a pretty serious role and then a pretty silly role. Yeah. And this is definitely on his more serious side. Cuz the 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 character he plays um is is what you would expect from Zach Alf. Right. It's one of those roles that I can't imagine anyone else right. playing, at least in the in the trailer. I can't imagine anyone not, you know, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis, any, anyone other than him playing it. Right. At least um, not anybody doing it as good. <laughs> right. And so, like, it's wacky and it's funny, but it doesn't come off. It just comes off sad. Yeah, he's kind of doing his, like, yeah. man-child right. type yeah. thing, but with a lot of, like, pathos. Yeah. But it's cool. It looks like it's about friendship, mm-hmm. which is always a nice thing. Like, I like, scene, I like a movie about friendship, like, not... Not a love story, but a story about friendship. Yeah, this the the the, the moment I saw this trailer, I thought, man, there's a lot in here that Parker will appreciate. <laughs> this <laughs> is a Parker movie. This is definitely a Parker <laughs> film. This looks like one of those like at the end you're gonna be like, well, not everything is good, but there's a lot of hope, <laughs> and that has Parker. This also belongs all over. to a genre, a genre uh, like a subgenre, pseudo genre that we've been seeing a lot. I feel over the past couple of years, which is like sort of the wake drama. Like uh-huh. a, a drama after, that takes after place after the death, after the death of a family death, yeah. member. Um, I feel like we've been seeing a lot of these kinds of movies lately, which is the only thing that I'm a little hesitant about because I'm like, I feel like it, this is something yeah. I've seen a lot. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I, but that doesn't mean yeah, it's going to be bad. True. That is true. It doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Right. It could be one of the the good ones. Of right. I will say particular. though, I was I was like, this movie better have been filmed in like. The Ohio Amish country, because if I find out yes. that Amy Poehler and Zach Galifianakis were in Lancaster, I'll murder. I will everyone. go berserk. <laughs> I'll kill everybody I will in go the world. berserk. How Owen Wilson, not... Zach Galifianakis, and Amy Poehler hanging out in Lancaster County. <laughs> yeah, because they, they in, in in the in the trailer there is There's most an definitely buggy. an Amish buggy. <laughs> and my first thought is. If the, yeah. damn, damn, damn it, it. Well, damn it, damn you're it. in luck. Even okay. if it does take place in either of those places, it. Uh, was, was filmed in, in North Carolina. Okay. okay. Near Zach's Woo! Good. All right. So there's probably, 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 Amish probably a film of... Yeah, there's probably Amish there. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're everywhere. Uh, <laughs> but no, that was my where first... he lives, right? Doesn't he live in North Carolina? I, I think that's where his like, farm is or whatever. But uh, that does make me feel a lot better. Because the second I thought that, I'm like, if they filmed this... If we find out that it takes place and was filmed in yeah. like intercourse, I'm going to be so pissed. Please. It's not exactly Yeah, he is West, Western North Carolina. Yeah, he owns a farm. Does not always strike you as like the farming type. He it's, owns a if, farm? I bet you, I bet yep. you probably it's probably shot on his farm then. It could a lot very of, well be. Because the whole thing's about him inheriting a farm, so I bet you a bunch of it was shot on his farm. <laughs> makes it Man, easier. Man, that to, doesn't, that doesn't, that, I mean, that takes me, I, I had no idea. That what? he uh, was a, was was a farm. Have you guy. not seen his music? I mean, his Kanye West music. Video? Yeah, that's no. on his farm. <laughs> no, I've not seen that. Now I've that doesn't mean that. that he's he probably 
it, it's right. mostly run by hired right. hands. Right. No, I, he's a working like he's, he's a working comedian and actor. <laughs> right. it's not like he's yeah. not out there doing the work. Right. But I can't picture him living on a farm. Is what I'm saying. Like, no, it just, it just really. Then who do you picture living on a farm? Because he seems like a farmy guy. Really. And remember, he, a beard and the whole thing. Well, he's a grassroots comedian. He had to work his way up. It's not like he's right. A, this is true. Born this into it, celebrity. This is true. So he's not a Ben Stiller. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Got you there. Uh, this movie uh, comes out uh, this August. Um, I don't know if it's going to get a wide release or not. Yeah. Well, I guess um, you said it's been like it's been done for a, yeah, yeah it's been it done was, for a while. It was it, it was done in 2013. To, they've been trying to figure it out, I guess. Yeah, Distribution so. and all that. Hopefully, I mean, I'd, I'd I'd like to see it in theaters or at least a theater near me. So, all right, what? All right moving on to our feature presentation, we saw Edge of Tomorrow. An officer finds himself caught in a time loop war with an alien race. His skills increase as he faces the same brutal combat scenarios day by day, and his union with a special forces warrior gets him closer and closer to defeating the enemy. This movie stars Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, Bill Paxton. <laughs> uh, I love Bill Paxton. Oh yeah! Don't forget good old Brendan Gleeson. Oh yes, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Brendan yes. Gleeson. Yes. Uh, so the Gleeson family, <laughs> <laughs> which which they're not all related, but apparently they're not all related. They're all, they're all good ones in the Gleeson family. <laughs> that was really that was a real fun episode to try to piece together because we kind of jump back and forth <laughs> on which Gleeson he is. Yeah. Um. So what did uh, first of all, Matt, uh, Parker? Did you see? Did yes. you see this? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, what did you guys think of Edge of Tomorrow? I like it a lot. All right, all right. Well, we're let's, let's roll. Let's get out of here. All right. I was on the edge of my seat. Oh, you should you should have saved that for the end. Uh, no, I liked it. I thought that I was I was worried, like, because I saw the the trailer, like, way back, and I was very excited for it initially, mostly because it was a. One of those trailers that gets you excited because it it was like uh, had a real quiet song juxtaposed with it. Right, right. Like it was like a really like slow, sort song. of like the really good Xbox commercials. Yeah, the, the, yep, all like the Gears, Gears of, of War, War commercials. Like that. That, yeah. Absolutely. And yes. so I was yeah. like, oh, this looks good already. And then uh, and then the more I kind of like you know like saw about it, I was worried that they wouldn't be able to. Like I felt like I might be able to like. Like us nerds that watch a lot of sci-fi would be able to like be on board with the storyline like pretty fairly easily. Right, thought, right. How are they going to really explain what's going on without really spending a lot of time on it? You know, like because some, yeah. some anytime you do time travel, it, it gets stuff, hairy. Yeah, yeah. It, gets it, real it definitely hairy. you got to either be like Back to the Future where you're like, Dad, ah, don't think about it. <laughs> like, we'll just kind of do it. It's fine. Yeah, or, or you yeah. have to be like primer, and you got to like really delve really into get it. into it. Otherwise, yeah. you're everybody's gonna be like, "This was dumb," you know, mm-hmm. like it was just not good. Very, very and, few time travel movies can do it well. They right. can't all be Looper guys. Right. They can't exactly. all be Looper. <laughs> so that this, uh, this, I, I thought they did a good job with it because they kept it just like just superficial enough. That you were like, I'm on board, but they didn't go too deep into like where you start picking changing, it apart. Thi- you know, like like oh the future's changing, like oh well don't worry about it, <laughs> you know, because like just like weird stuff like well they kind of kept everything fairly light in it and, instead of going too deep. And the cool thing is, is to my knowledge, I mean I'm sure there's been other movies like this, but I joked 
while seeing this movie, and it's now not even <laughs> going to be funny anymore. That this movie is basically just Groundhog Day 40k. Yep, yep. Because it's just Groundhog Day with mechs. Yep. Uh, but to mine, I can't think of another well done movie that does this other than Groundhog Day. No, where right. it's exactly. a person, right? And he's the only one who knows what's going on. He's the only one experiencing, and he's basically living like an infinite life um, of this same day, day, over and over and over again. And this movie definitely borrows some tropes, or maybe the graphic or the uh, manga does. This is actually based on a manga uh, called All You Need Is Kill. That's yeah. sound, that's the most that's, that's so, the most uh, manga that, name I know, ever. I know <laughs> that apparently, is the most manga name. Ever. Apparently, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, the story isn't too far removed from what we see in the film. Uh, but okay. I won't go into that. Um, but this borrows heavily from some of those tropes and ideas oh, that absolutely. Groundhog Day established. Uh, which which is cool. Like I didn't have a problem with that at all. Normally, I and and, and that's uh, uh, that does say something about this film. Where normally. If if a film borrows too heavily from a previous property and has that has nothing to do with the actual movie, right. I get really annoyed. This movie, I didn't get that. Where I'm like, oh, this is so Groundhog Day. Stop it. Mainly because I think they went with an entirely different tone. Exactly. Whereas the Groundhog Day is, so is all comedy. Right. This had some very funny parts, especially mm-hmm. some Groundhog esque right. funny right. parts. But the tone of this movie is not. And funny. it even has a little bit of. Uh, Romance involved, but Little. it's a very different, very different, very kind different, of, yeah. very romance. different. I was, I, I'll, that, like, I'll just say it now since we're already here. Like, I, as much as I loved the, the like romantic undertone of the like, the falling in love with a person on one side because but you're then seeing the, the person, other person, yeah, the yeah, other yeah. person not having seen each other, right. I really was annoyed that she did kiss him at that last spot. I mean, that I know, did bother me. I that know that okay he kind of had to do it, but like at the same time, it's like I really I okay wish that like she just left it at the "I wish I could get to know you better" and then rolled, and then like whatever. Like I may have even been okay with like them like like you know holding hand or like looking at each other intensely or something. But I I felt like the kiss was a little bit like that felt pandering. I, kept, I, was felt saying, pandering. I was saying I was saying I was I was ambivalent. We know because you always have that opinion. We don't. <laughs> but like I, as as they were getting close, it's like they're what about. Do you mean I don't. I don't they're always, always like nah, I didn't care. Nah, I didn't care. Nothing ever bothers you except stuff that you're like, what? Why would you be bothered by that? That is not true. Every that time I say something generality. bothers me, you're like, nah, it was fine. It That's because you two like to argue a lot. <laughs> it was fine. But no, I, I, I do, I do, me. I do agree. Although it didn't really, I mean, it, it didn't ruin the movie for me. No, no, not it by any stretch. It didn't take me out of it. But no. I did feel like well, that I was. I knew a it was pan- coming. That that felt like well, that was a producer. He was like, hey, where's the where's the romance? Where's it's, the kiss? It's it was like at the end of. Now, and it's weird because I've heard Pacific Rim get crap about it, but I was glad they did it. I when was Pacific really Rim, glad. I was like, please don't just like kiss while you're waiting for the things. And they don't. And then I heard people saying, like, that was awkward that they just stood there. And I'm like, how dumb would it have been if they kissed after for, all that? Yeah. First it's off, stupid. that's exactly what would happen. Uh, <laughs> but no, actually, that's what I love about the uh, the Pacific Rim real trailer where he's like, the guy goes, yeah. in the best, will they, won't they ever? And they don't. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, that was true. No. Um, but uh, other than that, like, I mean, I didn't really have much complaints about this. Like, like I was on board for pretty much all of it. Especially loved the fact that they didn't show too much of the bad guys. 
Oh no, you see very little of the bad guys like, until just the enough. very end. And, and but even towards the end, like they're still moving so fast that you, you don't, don't get really an idea, of idea them, what they look like. You never which, really, yeah. yeah. Which is, really I think, gets, perfect. But for, what you do see is pretty terrifying. <laughs> oh hell so, yeah! Like the first time, the first time they start killing people, you're just like, how the hell are you going to kill one of them? When it's it just comes like out of the ground, tentacles of death going everywhere and yes. twirling around and impaling people. <laughs> when it just like, comes what? out of the, when it comes out of the sand, you're yep. like, I was like, why would you even go to war? Why like, would I just you like, try ah, to fight? That's fine. It's great we'll too, leave the planet. Like, you guys can take it. We're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's great too. Yeah, like, do you even need the time element? Like, just kill us. <laughs> You don't need to be able right. to see what we're doing. Just go and kill us all. Yeah. You're crazy. Um, now, I, I will say, even though there was nothing about this movie I, I really disliked, there wasn't a whole lot that really, when? really, like, got me. It was, yeah. I, I, I compare it to, like... Um, there weren't a lot of, like, moments that stood out. I thought right. it was just consistently yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It was just a consistently um, good movie. Yeah, like it was. It was like when I was done with it, I was like, "This is a movie that I would be happy to see, like on DVD." But I do not like. I didn't need to see it in theaters. I mean, I did because I w- knew we were going to talk about it. But like, I was like, "This would be a perfect movie to watch, like on Netflix." Yes, because it's a great well Netflix above. Movie. It's well above the caliber of like the normal like. Oh, I'll just watch whatever. It's not Netflix. Like it's above that caliber. It's yeah. not. It's not just yeah. a like whatever movie. But at the same time, it's like I didn't really need to seek this out and see it. Yeah. Immediately, I compare it to the other uh, sci-fi movie that Tom Cruise did last year, uh, Oblivion. Uh, Oblivion, where it's like oh, it was good. This, it was I enjoyable. Think this is substantially better than Oblivion. Ob- right. ob- ob- Oblivion was much, way more forgettable. This is a much yeah, more... Yeah, you guys definitely ori- made it sound like that was forgettable. Yeah, I oh, would say this is a much more original yes. and well-put-together story yeah, okay. than Oblivion. Yeah. Um, and I will say this, the, the one the one character, oddly enough, that I that I latched onto and I was like, I like him, was Bill Paxton's yeah, he character. Was great. Bill Paxton is great in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're an American, sir. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm Kentuckian. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. But you're an American. No, I'm not. I'm from Kentucky. Uh, yeah, his character is great. Uh, and he does I such love, a good job. And he's, yeah, he's so great. Like And also, like, playing the, the straight man to, to Tom Cruise's, like, like what is going to, on? You know? well, and also when Tom Cruise starts getting, like, funny when, uh, it, comes okay. to the, when it comes to the he humor just starts, He does the Bill with, Murray thing where he, yeah, like, he starts, knows he everyone's the Bill Murray thing. And secrets. Yeah, when he starts, repeat, like, finishing his speech and he, Bill Pax is, like, like mad because he really wants to do his speech about <laughs> the fiery crucible of combat. He's like, <laughs> he just gets all upset. <laughs> and he's like, like what was I saying? Uh, the fire crucible. Ah, the fire crucible. Keep, <laughs> he's so excited to tell this thing. Well, you get the idea that that, that Paxton's character, uh, the the master sergeant, is a guy yes. who just lives for right. the day he's, in and day out doing the same thing, yes. and he's, he is he is a man that you could just pr- like predictability. Yeah. And then the idea that, that Tom Cruise comes in and just ruins all that for him, <laughs> and you can tell that he's like, I really get a joy out of making these speeches that people memorize. Right. And he has no, he's no real way to combat it, right? No, he's he just not, being kind of angry about it. Yeah, he but, just kind of like, gets pissy about it. <laughs> and it's great. It's great. I love this character in this. Yeah, no, it was good. I, I, I was a little bit like, I could tell like there were some things where you were like, I bet you in the manga they're able to 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 build this up a little bit more, but like. I was it was it was a split second where when um he and Emily Blunt are there and they're like we're gonna need to go 
to this place, you know, uh, when they find out, like, that they need to try to, like, go on this mission. Right, right. The night before the battle. And they're like, I know just the people crazy enough to do this. And I'm like, I I guess you mean your platoon, but, like, (laughs) we we haven't been established them so much that you are like, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, exactly. Well, and... (laughs) Uh, you can also tell that there were probably some cuts that they had to make right. to get this down to, you know, it's not a short movie. No, it's, it's not a short movie. It's almost movie. two hours long. Yeah. It probably, the initial cut was a lot longer yeah. because you don't have any of the stuff, his right. training, right. in between when he comes, when he gets to the barracks and when he's on the dropship. Right. You don't have any of that until you absolutely need it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which like, they, you're yeah. not shown that on the first couple days yeah, that, sure. that he lives through. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's probably something that got cut in the for time of like, sake. yeah. Which I, I like, like I, I thought that they did a good job with the cuts from the perspective of that, that like they really didn't like, there wasn't a lot of scenes where you were like, okay, that's kind of a waste. Like everything that's was just to was, show was, that he's going to do it again. Right. Yeah. Like it was just enough that you needed, but at the same time, a few things fell a little flat then. Because they just couldn't, they just didn't have time. Yeah, I mean, this is a very complicated story. I mean, we keep going back to Groundhog Day, and even though it's a completely different movie. um, But even Groundhog Day, because it was a comedy, didn't really have to, like, think about it. Right, exactly. Whereas this, like, they kind of make... Well... It did. It, well, no, but because there's, a... there's nobody that B- Bill Murray talks to about it. Like in this, there's a person that also had the thing, so they're pe- right. they're always Going talking about that, that it. Is true. And and Bill Murray in Groundhog Day is just all he's doing in the beginning is trying to figure out why it's happening to him. Right. And then after a while, he just rolls with it. and He's like, I'm gonna have fun with it. Right. Whereas in this, they're trying to establish. What okay. Here, here's what's whatever. happening. There's here's an objective. Why in mind. it's happening, right. yeah. and then he has to learn skills with this person who already had it before right so like it, it's it's way more complicated oh you know what my number one nitpick you guys had the kiss my number one nitpick is the line maybe that's their weakness humanity right uh, okay like, yeah that was that even i agree that's a bunch of what? crap that was, yeah, it's because was... you got their power in your blood what the hell does it has that nothing to do, to do with humanity, with humanity? yeah what? no we've already established their greatest asset is our humanity because they're just steamrolling over us. Yeah. Like, yeah. They you know, love the fact that we're like so assured of our you know, assured of ourselves and our plans. They and are, don't that, even that, think yeah, twice about exactly. like, oh, they actually know exactly what we're gonna do. Yeah, no, no. Our, our, the, the, the humanity yeah, was, was not a weakness at all. Yeah. Like, like so like I said, there's there, definitely like there's moments that fall a little bit flat, but overall it's a it's a really fun action yeah. movie with a really yep. f- original for an action movie like for for a throwaway action movie it's a fairly original idea yeah there, 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 there's concept. a lot more there yeah. than the the what what passes for a a, a standalone action film and nowadays. I'm like what also I was thinking about like obviously it's based on the manga so that's you know it's based on something even though it's not a well-known property I, I was also after the wit I was like talking to Spencer I went to see a Spencer Brosman uh, owner of complete and box. And I was like, he owes his money for that now. Yeah. <laughs> and I was saying to him, you know, they probably could have made a couple more dollars if they just changed the bad guy slightly and made it a StarCraft movie. Because, <laughs> like, it is, like, <laughs> vaguely StarCraft. Oh, yeah. Like, you have the, the Terrans with, like, suits on and running yep. through stuff. And then you have, like, a hive mind bad guy. Like, very Zerg-ish. Very yeah. Zerg. Like, it was, like... All you had to do was make them slightly more insectoid and slightly less 
tentacled and you could have been like Starcraft the movie <laughs> like oh. you would have gotten a little bit more but money you would have angered like, you would have angered people but you would have gotten a lot of you would have gotten j- their money you would have yeah. got their money and then yeah. you, they would have been true. angry it's and true. then who cares yeah you're like, you I don't all care. their money <laughs> you think anything's going to be different when they finally get their world of warcraft movie oh god yeah. they're going to come out with that all the nerds are going to see it <laughs> Like me and my wife are gonna go see it, and then opening night, opening night, and you're gonna get the hardcore Warcraft fans that have been playing it since they were (laughs) twelve. Me going, that's bullshit. And then you're gonna have my wife who only knows World of Warcraft going, it's a bunch of crap. And they're gonna go, we just made twenty four ninety five off of you (laughs) two and millions more. (laughs) The the sad thing about this movie, um, just talking strictly about how it will do in the box office, I think right now. I don't I'm think just, it's crushing it's it. It's not. It yeah, is not even. It, well, it's in the top three. Well, okay. It's, it'll make its money back. Here, um, and, 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 but, and this is the sad thing about movies today. Right. Are if it's not based off of a previous it's not a property. It's huge property. Yeah. Right. If it, if it, if the, it's all about brand recognition, and that's sad. Yep. Because this is a this is as good as film. most of the best big property movies. Exactly, well, exactly. So, and also because of its its genre. Like if it's a horror movie, it could be whatever. Right. Yeah. It could be a it could be a small budget. People it can, just it can need be a horror movie to go see on a Friday right. night. Exactly. Right. Like I'll go see it. You know, yeah. and whatever. And so it has to, because it's an action movie with a it, sci-fi with a element. With a sci-fi sci-fi right element. Yep. It has to be like well, which is why. When they moved, like we didn't mention it, but when they moved, decided to move Jupiter Ascending friggin' six months from its do- like its actual mm-hmm. release date. Yep. Like last minute, they moved Jupiter Ascending, the new Channing Tatum, like a couple other people are in it. But they moved it from, from what, the, June whatever, or brothers. July? Yeah, from the Wachowski, Wachowski, Wachowski siblings. siblings. Sorry. Siblings, yes, Sorry. right. Be, Brother yep. and sister. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, yeah they, they, they moved, moved it from like, like June minutes. or July to like February. That's like, a bad within, sign, like man. Uh, within like within like weeks of release. I'm like, that's, yeah, that's huge. Strange. Like that's that's huge. <laughs> like the, like they were already they were like they were like one step away from it appearing on Fandango. <laughs> like for people to pre-order tickets. Yep. Like they yep. were just about there, and then it's like, oh, we're moving in six months. And uh, so, yeah, that's a huge move. Which means to me, like it's going to be tough because like I mean. You know, I mean, Michael was like, oh, I'm excited for it. But I'm like, well, you're excited for anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I really can't see, like, I can't see, like, that is even more so than, like, Edge of Tomorrow. That's, like, that, that's yeah. like, what? Like, There's that looks so, so much going on epic, in that movie. Whereas this, like, they, as epic as the ideas are, they kept it, they keep it just simple enough. It all takes it's place not on Earth. Yeah, I right. think you most know. moviegoers could enjoy this. You could and I think this will make a lot of its money back. On uh, Blu-ray release. Oh yeah, I think oh, yeah. And, definitely, and, definitely going to well, do well on Blu-ray. I, I think it will do well on Blu-ray because of word of mouth. Yeah. Um, word of mouth movies like this tend to do a lot better when they're released uh, and on I, home video. I was also saying like the thing that made me up, like I'm kind of glad it it didn't do super well because I was like, as a single movie, I I like this movie. But if I if this movie came out and it was doing well, and then they were like two more movies. Already uh, signed up, I would have been so annoyed. At all. I would have been no. like, "No, because yeah. now you're going to just make it happen, and that's not fair." Right? Like, I don't want it. But it, it, it's so refreshing to see a movie that is not brand right. rec- that is not brand driven, right. that is standalone. Right. Right. No, unless it's somebody does something movie. horrible. So maybe we're it'll not be getting like, Edge of Tomorrow too. Yeah. So maybe it'll be like a. a what you would call it, like a like a like a fluctuation, you know, like you're saying right now, like we need that brand recognition, but like we, 
and maybe like soon, eventually, people will be in the same camp as us, where it's like, I wish that I would just see like an original, normal thing. I don't right. know, man, because it's like it's a part of the times. Like yeah. we've become such a brand-driven society. Ugh, it's so e- annoying. Sometimes. Even more so because of the internet. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, everything is about like, ooh, here's this property. Check it out. Check right. it out. Like the first thing you hear with like anything is like, oh, there's oh, there's a t- teenage mutant ninja turtle. Remember right. that from the eighties? Oh man, dude, that's spread the, it like wildfire. That's the thing. Like the before this movie. The trailers were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers. Yep. yep. Um, what was the third trailer? Uh, something else I thought was like, what? Same thing. Like it was just another brand. Just brand. Like, Come yeah. on. That's and that, I'm like, we, why are we having another? Like, we however are good a it might, however good one of them might be, we don't need another Transformers yeah. movie. Like, and I we would definitely don't need a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles no. movie. And I'm like watching these before this. Fairly original. I mean, it's based on something, but it's based on something nobody knows. Right. But like, but like everything's it, based on something. Right. Right. So that's, it's like a that's, not, that's not the problem. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's not based off a brand. I mean, <laughs> most of the good films throughout history are based on good novels. Right. Yeah, so exactly. that's not the issue. The issue is yeah. that we're all we're getting now are just like large commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, what we're getting in the movies are the 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 studios are banking on. How much is this going to tickle your nostalgia bone? Right. And that will bring you in. Or just your whatever bone. Like, this is this thing that you like. Yeah. Or so just your bone. Just making, you're just your boner. Just, 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 just no. tickle your boner. No. The other thing I want to talk about is there's been criticism of, of Tom Cruise in general as being yeah. like a lead actor. They're right. saying like it's going to cost this film money because it's helmed by him as opposed to like maybe some right. other act. Because he's, 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 he went slightly crazy. He did. Slightly? I'm not. I don't think anyone here could question that the man is very strange and crazy. Uh, uh, you yeah, watch the, interviews with him. The, the, and it's there's just actually a weird. song. Right. There's actually a song called yes. "Tom Cruise." Crazy. However, <laughs> yes. However, I, to his credit, he has been consistently, and I don't know if it's you know him or just that he's had really good agents over the years. Right. He's had consistently really entertaining movies and been good in them. Yeah. And this is no exception. His performance is very enjoyable in this film. I Tom Cruise is one of those actors who I I want to hate. I really do because you know he's a crazy because like he's, uh, yeah, and he's, com- he's he's the very epitome of like celebrity culture too. Right. right, like you see him and you're like, this isn't a real person. The, yeah. yeah, this is a guy who this has is no longer a real. He's person. so fake. He's like yeah. a plastic man. He has no connection to the real world whatsoever. So on that front, I want to hate him so much, but then. Every time he shows up on on screen, I'm like, oh, crap. And he surrounds <laughs> he's doing a good job with cool ideas too. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, exactly. Like I can't, I can't blame him for doing this movie because it was good. Oblivion was forgettable, but it wasn't. But at least it was terrible. original. At and least it was it original. Was somewhat, yeah. yeah. Um, Mission Impossible still kind of based off of a you know a brand thing, but the last Mission Impossible not a, not movie not a brand that ca- that anyone cares about anymore. Not right. anymore. Not anymore. The 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 nineties one, yes, but now no. Yeah. Um, but the last Mission Impossible was amazing, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know he does a great job every time, Although, and I can't fault him for it. <laughs> Although, right. do you see like his announced works on his IMDb? Oh no, but this I'm going to look Van up. Van Helsing. What? Yeah, I know. Top Gun 2. Well, are you kidding me? No. And then a Jack need... Reacher sequel, which, like, I've heard Jack Reacher is fine, but it's like, okay. The latest one and, with. Uh, and Mission Impossible 5, but we already knew The about latest that one, one that he wasn't in was supposedly pretty bad. The latest Jack Reacher movie. Oh, but, but not it wasn't, the 2012 but it wasn't, Jack Reacher. It wasn't him, it gotcha. was uh, some other guy. Uh, gotcha. That was. um. 
Christopher Chris Pine. Chris, Chris Pine. Pine. Yeah, Chris, Chris Pine. Pine is, yeah. is in it. Um, um, I forgot those two movies have anything to do with each other. Anyway, yeah. Top um, Gun 2. Top Gun 2. Oh. Why, don't, why don't we just get a risky business 2? Let's just go crazy. <laughs> Let's just go nuts. Yeah, uh, Top Gun 2. And a not. Van Helsing. We've already had a Van Helsing movie. It sucks. It, if it's serious, though. Like, if it attempts to be more serious, it could be good. Because the Van Helsing that exists is just like a joke. you know. Right. I mean? Like, it's yeah, not meant it was, to be. It, it is rumored to be... Uh, helmed by the Snow White and the Huntsman guy, Rupert Sanders. Okay, so, so it's going to be a so it's going to be s- disgusting. It's just going to be... <laughs> well, his stuff isn't jokey. It's just not... No, no, it's going to be a joke. Yeah. Not yeah. it's going to be funny. Yeah. When I, yeah, um, I, 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 sat, I sat through Snow White and the Huntsman and my first thought was... <laughs> Alright, so maybe oh, I'll crap. recant my Tom Cruise is generally in good stuff. In he was years. up until now. Yeah, yeah no, it is, it is fairly recent. Like, like Mission, Impos- Mission Impossible is good. Uh, but like, I mean, if you just go back, you have Rock of Ages, Night and Day, which I heard is fine. Valkyrie was good. Valkyrie, yeah, Valkyrie, Valkyrie I liked was a lot. Tropic Thunder, like anybody could have done that role. Like it's didn't need. It's just it was funny that it was you funny realized it was, it was him. him. Yeah, but right. like it wasn't like he was like, oh man, he brought an amazing thing to the role. That's true. Uh, but he was still War good. The worlds. Minority Report. Minority Report was, report was Mar- good. Minority Report's really the good. The Last Samurai. <laughs> You didn't like Last Samurai? I like no. Last Samurai. I kind of enjoyed it. Vanilla Sky, I've actually never He's seen. He's a white guy. I, I hated Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky is a very polarizing movie because I've heard people that, that hate movie. it and I've heard people that consider it like their favorite movie. Those people yeah, are wrong. Weird. Those yeah. people are wrong. I hate that movie <laughs> so much. But anyway, uh, Emily Blunt was also really good in this. Magnolia. Yes, she was. Magnolia. Yes, she See, was. I like him in Magnolia. Yeah. He is good Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut is a, is a bad movie. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Nope. But that's just because I don't like that movie. Interview with the Vampire is good in that. Let's yeah, just go through is. his whole thing. No, I want to talk about Emily Blunt. I, yeah. yeah, she's wonderful. I thought she was great in this. I thought she was exactly what, exactly what the role needed to be. Because I was really worried they were going to like hyper-sexualize her. Right. No, uh, she's, she's, she's not at all. super not at all. badass. Not at all. She is, yeah, she What's is her nickname? The metal, uh, full yeah, metal yeah, full bitch. Full metal bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how every time someone tries to call her that, she ends up like punching him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's great. I, Emily I like Blunt, another kind of playing counter. She's she was in Looper. Mm-hmm. That's super good and original. God, Looper's great. I lo- I love that movie. She was in the Muppets. Not original, but well, me everybody and, was. Who wasn't me, in the me Muppets? Me and Chris <laughs> appreciated that. Who wasn't in the Muppets though? Let's be honest. And that's all I really care about. Yeah. Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver's Jack Travels. <laughs> She's uh, going to be the baker's wife in Into the Woods. There you go. Oh, that's actually really cool. I'm excited okay. for that. She did a voice in Nomeo and Juliet. <laughs> all right. Well, we don't have to. She, <laughs> she was good in this. That's all we care yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, she did a great job yeah, in this. Get off. Really I like the fact that. With everyone using their mechs, everyone had like guns at the wazoo, and she chose to fight with like, like a, a buster gigantic sword. Gigantic sword, yeah. <laughs> but I, I did like that they they, the w- they inter- integrated the whole suit thing of like, yeah, with with this suit, you need minimum training. You kill hundred, hundreds of these. When it was not just, realizing, <laughs> just be, it, the only reason it worked for her is because she lived that day like a trillion yeah, times. Right. She had time yeah, right. Yeah, to train. <laughs> so like and, and she just knew what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, it's, it's like, why not use a sword to kill things? Because you look more badass, and you're going to be able to know how everything's happening right. enough that it's not going to matter. Like, you could have a paper clip. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, well, I know you're going to be right here, and this is how I'm going to exactly. kill you. Exactly. So. Yeah, the, the one thing that, the, the one last thing that I, that I thought was like, this is obviously like, they didn't have time to really discuss this. But I'm glad that they mentioned it, because I was like, if they leave that, door uh, like that loophole open i'm gonna be slightly annoyed and they 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 said something but like when she like when she talks about how she didn't have the power anymore right right and and like as it went on i realized towards the end when he when he like goes to look at the blood that Mm -hmm. he was getting and then i realized before he wakes up and starts talking i'm like wait a minute how does she know she didn't have the power anymore? It's not like she could die and go, oh, whoops, yeah. I didn't have it that yeah. last time. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, that's true. So I like, didn't think about but that. But then luckily, right. luckily he, he says, it. like, I, no, I can feel it. It's yeah. gone. And so I'm like, okay, I'll just I'll let it slide because we really don't have any time. Right, but in my right. mind, I'm thinking to show how many times he died, like that was the sort of like, this is the action movie disconnect where you have to kind of shut off your disbelief like or your, you know, whatever. You have to suspend your disbelief because... Like, they show the fact that he has to die so many times in order to, like, get anywhere on the beach. And yeah. then once he can't die anymore, suddenly they get through some pretty serious scrapes. Oh, well, yeah. With, but like, remember, not even remotely I'll, dying. I'll, 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 get, I'll give it to the movie here, because at this point, they, especially Tom Cruise... Is right, like they've a done a lot. Badass. I totally, I agree with that. I can see that. And pretty much, well, I don't want to. But give but that look about the fact. But look at the fact that Emily Blunt already did what Tom Cruise did, and right? She's still dying. And she dies immediately on the beach. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Uh, I will say though that when that happens, uh, it's it, I felt very tense. Yes, I, I was like, oh, it yeah. makes you feel very tense. It was like a gravity like, sort of tense. Yeah, where you're like, you're okay, like okay, this okay, is this okay. is the end game. <laughs> yeah, like, there's it. no going back. Yeah. Yeah. Just no, like, you've no... seen Tom Cruise die like a thousand <laughs> times, like a thousand ways to die. He lives that in this movie. Yes. absolutely. And you see it, and you're just like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, the there's second no you realize restart. that, you're like, oh shit. I really. It's like when you get to your last life in a video game. Yes. And you're just like, no, dude. I really would have loved though if they had enough time to do one like moment where they show him like just leave and like live like as long as he can before the things take over the entire world. That would have been funny. Like flying back to America, sneaking in, hiding in like a hovel and watching like a little TV or a radio as as the thing slaughters the entire world. And then finally just like takes a gun and he's like, fine. And then, then he, he wakes up. That's such a good idea. That would have been I great. I wish they could have fit that, that in. There's another There's thing no that they time. probably couldn't fit it in. Yeah, but no that would—I mean, it so would have been good. like a five or maybe oh, ten-minute yeah, scene. Oh yeah, that would have been ten. Because it's thing. true. It's not. It's not a true Groundhog Day thing. In that right. he could. He just goes as long as he can until he dies. Right. And right. Then he resets. Then he resets exactly. to where it's he not was. even. Yeah. It's not even a day. Like if as he goes as, to sleep yeah. and wakes up like Groundhog Day, whatever. But yeah, this is like he could live for because the one because the one time he runs away and is in the pub and then he sees them in London and the, yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. Oh. He should have kept going with that. Yeah, that that would have been, been crazy just to have, like have him live but, the whole life. I mean, the other thing too is that it's made clear that when they attempt to invade, that's like the backlash is like immense and right. pretty much they take over then right yeah. so he probably yeah. couldn't even live for no, like a yeah. week yeah yeah so he couldn't have gotten much right. but, still, that, that but it still would have been interesting true. yeah just to show that because they kind of do touch on it where he kind of like starts doing things his own way but then kind of falls back in line and right. stuff but you know i you know it would have been cool like i i i like the i like the world 
that that they created for sure. But I don't definitely need to see a sequel. No, no, no most so definitely not. I hope they not. don't do that. All right, well, uh, why don't we uh, why don't we slap a rating on this here? I will give it. Uh, I'll give it seven. 7,500 7, out of 9,500 days. Nice. Tom Cruise lived. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that estimate out there. I'm going to give that's it... What, how long you think he lived? I, I think it was several thousand. To get as good as he was Definitely. and to know all the things that he knew. Especially was... considering that he was going from zero. Whereas, like, what's her name? Uh, Emily Blunt. Was like, made it sound soldier. like she was already like in soldier. the, in and, the uh, yeah. world. Right. So, like... Like he he only happened to kill that one that gave him the power. Right, right. Like she probably actually killed it. Right. Like and it coincidentally, she was probably already a pretty good warrior. Right. right. So she already started there. All right, Parker. What are uh, what are you gonna give it? I give it um like fifteen out of seven hundred tentacles or no, <laughs> however many tentacles that thing oh, God, has hundreds. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to give it, uh, the numbers don't make sense, but I was just so in, in, engrossed in it. I'm going to give it one out of two uh, immaculate uh, Bill Paxton mustache. Yes. Because his mustache yes. was great in that movie. It was. <laughs> it was very, great. very rarely does the mustache work on on too many people's faces, but on his. Yeah. It's fantastic. I read, oh, can uh, we also talk about that Ford? You remember, you know, the, the, the black guy Ford? He's from Attack the Block. Is he? Yeah. Holy shit. The uh, he play you know Ford is like the um, the the one uh, what is he who's who like doesn't believe him and he's yeah like, yeah yeah until until he <coughs> tells his big secret and he tells him he's like no your name is this instead yeah because yeah, yeah. like you killed like somebody died or whatever I was like whoa cool oh yeah I, but I anyway yeah, he's, he's an attack the block guy I thought he looked familiar and then I just looked at it and he was oh wow he plays the um, Dennis Dennis yeah, yeah. okay. And again, we've talked about it in the past, but if you haven't seen Attack the Block, yeah, you need to you see need Attack to. the Block. It's yeah. great. So, Bill uh, Bill Paxton basically <laughs> dude, said... he was great in this season of Shield too. Oh, really? Very good. But he's 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 blowing up right now. Again, again. Bill Paxton uh, admitted or didn't really admit, but theorized that the only reason he got the role is because he was in Aliens and they wanted that guy. <laughs> yeah. His direct quote is. Uh, he told the audience he suspected it was aliens that got him the job. They needed someone to yell, game over, man. <laughs> so I was their guy. <laughs> That's great. I wish, I, I wish he would say that in a movie, like, it, you know, later in life. If, like, it, I wish he would be in something. Like I, like, I can't believe that they didn't trot it out for, like, a, a, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it's, it's a Joss Whedon. Like, it's not him completely, but it's his property. Right, like, right. The, like, his his feel and atmosphere. So like it definitely would fit if he would have just oh been, absolutely, like, absolutely if he would have just thrown in a game over man but you know oh, that's great uh, so. but well we can look forward to that some point in his life back Bill Paxton will do a game over in a different movie oh I guarantee you that's what he's <laughs> his most last well known his last for. movie his, his last, last film game, game over man <laughs> game over you guys should watch uh, the aliens um, commentary that he does. He's just he sits I there. I the would love to do that. He just sits there the whole time, and he's like, "Man, now that I'm watching this removed, like I'm really like I'm just complaining a lot. Like my character just <laughs> whines all the time. Oh yeah, that's like, like the best part, though. He's like, man, I'm just I'm just I'm just really whining a lot here. I this love his character because he's the guy that has like 
so much talk and so little to back it yes. up. Oh, absolutely. Like, he has that monologue <laughs> about all the equipment they have. We've got nukes and knives. Oh, and we got especially in the director's cut. Especially in the director's cut, because that speech goes on forever in the director's cut. And, like, cut. he's the first one just to be like, we are so screwed. When they're like, we got to go back for the Sarge. He's like, fuck the Sarge. Let's get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, wonderful. his character is great. I, 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 and also, he's also uh, his character is very uh, good in Terminator. He does a lot of like yeah. little roles, in, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. he does very well in Terminator. He's he just plays like the the '80s punk that everyone's afraid of, and like the <laughs> moment the Terminator just gets stabbed, he's like, "I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, that about wraps it up here for us on End of the Critic. Uh, as always. Want to remind everybody to check us out on Facebook. Like us there. Get involved. If if there's something happening to movie news, uh, you better believe that we're gonna, you know, repeat what other people are saying. <laughs> um, Go to your Facebook page. You can read about it before you hear about it. Yep. Especially if it's one of those big, huge property movies that we just complained about in this episode. <laughs> well, we'll be the yep, first one. We'll be the to first one to hear about it. That's right. Uh, as always, want to thank Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme songs. Off. I the... thought we were done thanking. Bobby. Are, are we done? Are we done? All right, this will be the last time. Goodbye, done. Bobby. We're done. Goodbye. I'm just so used to it now. It's just, it's just how I sign off. We but gotta I... thank this guy who's never listened to a single episode. <laughs> he's forgotten. Probably doesn't really care. He's, for, he's forgotten. He has forgotten that he's given me permission to use this. So. He doesn't even know that this exists. All right. So all right. We're, thanks we're done. anyway, we're Bobby. Done. We're done, Bobby. Um, uh, next week's episode is our Netflix uh, episode. We were watching the Triplets of Belleville. Belleville. So, as, as, as always with the Netflix films, we always suggest you guys watch it because we're going to spoil the crap. Although this is a tough, that's going to be a tough <laughs> one to do. I, I, uh, tough to spoil, like. Yeah, it's gonna be tough to spoil. Just watch it. Just watch it. Just watch it so that you can understand what we're talking about. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. This is it's gonna be essential for the next episode because although there isn't gonna be much to spoil, you're gonna have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, uh, until next week, I'm Chris Klump. I'm Matt Schaefer. I'm you. (laughs) (laughs) What? You're me. But no, I'm me. You. You. The person listening. Oh. oh okay. Well, I'm all right with that. We'll see you next what time. What happens when I'm listening? <laughs> then I'm you.